Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. And this man here, he's joined us again for the third time, uh, our Premier, Peter Gutwin. Peter, welcome back to the show. Jack, morning. How are you? How are you both? I'm very good. I'm, morning, I'm, I'm, Premier. I'm my first day out of quarantine, Premier, so I'm absolutely flying <laughs> right now. I've just been able to get out of home quarantine and I am charging the streets of Hobart. And I'll be heading up the highway to actually flash to go to Launceston. Premier, we, well, we always... Jack, spin up, spin up big now that we've let you out. Good luck. Oh, I'm not allowed to. Jackie Lambie wants to ban us all from being mainlanders and buying deep pockets. Uh, well, Premier, Always when, when we have a yeah. sorry, when we have a big Tasmanian sporting issue, we get you on the agenda, and you spoke. We spoke about this about six weeks ago with Tim Payne, the Australian Test cricket captain, about getting this test, and it's starting to to get close. You've thrown the cat amongst the pigeons a little bit with the Western Australian government by putting it on the public record that. You've made contact to, to Cricket Australia. Where does it all sit for you at the moment? Well, I wrote formally to um, Cricket Australia, and obviously I've had a number of discussions with them over the last um, uh, five to six weeks. In fact, a um, uh, number of discussions with Cricket Tasmania as well, and obviously we're very keen to have that fifth test played here. And I'd make the point, um, I do see that the West Australian government's scrambling a little bit at the moment, um, offering some sort of uh, quarantine light should they be able to have the test? Um, but I'd make the point with that, um, you know, even if they drop and change their rules so that they can have the test, um, the border rules in Western Australia will mean that thousands of cricket lovers from around the country uh, still won't be able to see the fifth test line, uh, whereas they could here in Tasmania. So I think we've got a really strong case to put. It, it, it's, a great, it's a great point, Premier, because... The Western Australian government has reached out and, and uh, in their, well, I suppose, a, a token peace offering has thrown a five-day quarantine up for, for players and the ability to train during that five-day period. But the media, um, as you're saying, Premier, the fans that want to get there, the logistics of it just doesn't work out in the long run. And for mine, some people may have seen this as a little bit of a clip back to Tassie and a backward step in the push for the Hobart test, but I actually see it as a as a really strong movement forward to, to show that Tasmania will be open. 15th of December, you've put it on the agenda, we will be open, we'll be accepting people from all over the country and, and all over the world, that it strengthens our case, surely. Look, I think it does, and I think it, it draws a, a pretty clear distinction between Tasmania and, um, and WA. You know, obviously, you know, I, I feel very firmly that we're one of the, the safest places on the planet here in Tasmania. Um, WA's been pretty good as well in keeping its people safe. But the difference between us is that um, WA has uh, lagged and failed with its vaccination program. Um, Their vaccination rates are uh, behind everybody else in the country. Uh, And as a result, they'll be opening later. Now, Tasmania's in a really strong position here. We'll make certain that as people um, enter from the 15th of December that they're fully vaccinated. And if they're coming from uh, 
Sydney or New South Wales for that first month that they'll have a test. Uh, but across the state right now, we're over 90% first dose in terms of vaccination, and we're over 80% second dose. And you know, I'd encourage Tasmanians to keep turning up for that. But the difference between the states is, that, you know, quite simply that you know, WA have um, not been able to keep up with its vaccination program. They'll be opening later, uh, even if they do let the cricket team uh, cricketers come across. As we've just discussed, there'll be thousands, thousands of um, sports-loving Aussies, and including, I'd imagine, the travelling Barmy Army, uh, that won't be able to enter um, WA. And so I think we've got a pretty strong case, Jack. I really do. Premier, I read an interesting piece from the age from Dan Braddock, and he's suggesting the players hold the key to keeping the Ashes test. The players have made it very clear they don't want to go into a bubble or a quarantine again if they don't support could all fall through will you work with the players association getting the support to move the test if it get, gets down that path well obviously i think the players are um are pretty clear in their thinking around this not I, I agree with them i think you know the country's uh moving forward and i think it'd be a retrograde step if um if the players um needed to go back into quarantine to hold a test in perth that to be frank uh, a lot of Australians that would want to turn up to it couldn't attend. And so, you know, I think Tasmania's case is uh, is strong. Um, I'll have a conversation with um, uh, Nick Hockley once he returns from the World Cup um, and we'll just work our way through it. Uh, you know, I think uh, Tassie's in a great spot and to hold the fifth Ashes test here um, and for Paney as well, I just think it'd be brilliant. And look, and I, I must say, um, you know, we haven't touched on it, but what about Wadey last night? Um, wasn't that just sensational? Um, you know, and again, you know, Tasmanian-born cricketers uh, just doing what they do best, and that is being the best in the world. Something that Tasmanians do in general is that we continue to bat out of our out of our depth, and we bat way above the way we we we. A small state. We only got five five hundred thousand people. Flash. And Did you get out of bed, Premier? That's the first yeah, question you, I'm yeah, interested in. Yeah. Well, like, I actually watched um, the highlights on um, Sky this morning, and what was interesting, I think I, I saw Wadey hit the ball five times, and that was half his innings. I saw. Yeah, he did. I, I saw the majority of his innings, and um, it was uh, it was five or six shots. But um, now, look, he did a great job, uh, a fantastic job, and um, I think. Um, you know, Jack, like it just makes the point, as you say, you know, we continue to step up. We continue to bat well above our, our average. Um, now, occasionally we get robbed. You know, I still think you should have got mark of the year. Um, oh, but joke, Premier. Thank you for the, the commiseration text, too. I do appreciate that. No problems. It, um, you know, as I said to you, um, I think the last time I was on, um, you know, it's one thing taking a screamer. It's another to um, put your life at risk while you're doing it. You did that. You know, it showed real courage, and I thought on that basis, um, you should have got the... Uh, should have got mark of the year. But anyway, setting that aside, look, I think we're in a good spot in terms of um, uh, being able to make our case for the fifth test. And you know, whilst WA have come to the, the table late with, um, you know, uh, as I say, lockdown light, I think the players don't want it. Um, I'm sure it's not in the best interest of the fans and uh, we'll continue to argue our case moving forward. One thing you've done, Premier, is you've you've really pushed Tasmanian sport, certainly in the last three months, with the two AFL finals that we've had, and and uh, now the push for this test here. There must be a, there's a, obviously a financial component to it. How easy is it for you to go? Yep, yeah, we will back this with the, the government support because we spoke to Don Baker, 
Cricket Tasmania CEO before, and he said that the, the relationship with the government in terms of the financial aspects that come with it is the most important one. Well, I think there are two parts to this. One is that um, in terms of the financial support that we provide, now I think it's interesting if you look at, say, uh, the support for AFL. Um, you know, Hawthorne, when it plays uh, in Launceston, you know, usually four games, uh, the, it's cost the state, um, you know, on an ongoing basis, around $4 million a year. But that returns an economic benefit of well in excess of $30 million every year. And so there's a, a very strong economic benefit um, for holding these sorts of events. And a five-day test in Hobart, uh, not only would it um, bring people through the turnstiles, but it puts us on the national and the international stage. And I think that that's, um, you know, it provides um, you know, enormous benefit in that regard in terms of ensuring that people around the world know just how good uh, the state of Tasmania is. But the other thing that it does as well is that it sends a, a message to... Um, to uh, young, our young kids, boys and girls, um, that you know you can be as good as anybody uh, in this country. You, know, you can be as good as anybody uh, on this planet, and I think that's the um, the message that um, uh, having a, a pathway to elite sports sends. And what that'll do, it'll ensure that we've got you know more kids playing sport, whether it be football, cricket, soccer, basketball. Um, you know, I note that um, you know, this Sunday we've got the launch of the Blitz at the. Um, uh, newly uh, named um, and uh, renovated My State Arena. Uh, and that's going to see, you know, I'd, I'd say, you know, world-class basketball being played um, here in Tasmania. And, you know, what that does, again, sends that message that, um, you know, Tasmanians can, um, can step up onto the national stage. It provides an economic benefit, but it's a fantastic uh, draw card to get more of our young Tasmanians playing sport. How do you see the the Jack Jumpers venture coming along, Premier? It's very exciting, as you mentioned. The Mystate Bank Arena officially opened over the weekend. The Blitz is here in town, and December three is going to be the the debut of the the Jack Jumpers. The momentum from the outside looking in looks really significant at the moment. Got a um, I say a sneak preview of um of Mystate uh, last Sunday as I was coming down and. Uh, the job that's been done by a um, great Tasmanian building company in Voss is, fan is fantastic. It looks like um, uh, it's a, a brand new stadium. That's what it feels like. And But importantly for the Jack Jumpers, they've got real momentum at the moment. And you know, they've engaged with the community. They've engaged um, at all levels, um, with um, from kids through to our corporates. And you know, they are they're going to be a very successful um, addition to the state. I think both in terms of um, what their win-loss ratio is over time, because they've got a fantastic uh, cracker team that they'll be putting on the court um, first up. Uh, but importantly, um, you know, they're actually encouraging more people to, to the sport. And again, you know, Tasmania will be front and centre on that um, basketball jumper when they run out. And I just think it's fantastic. And go the Jack Jumpers. Well, I'm glad, Premier, that you mentioned that you had a little sneak preview of it. And it's the the self-appointed... Number one ticket holder, of course, is Tim Payne, and he's already told mm. me that he'll be sitting 1A. Mm. You'll be 1B if that's the case. Premier, so tell me, tell me, did you get a little glimpse of your own seat there courtside? Mm. Is, uh, what sort of, is it, a, it wouldn't be plastic flash, certainly a leather number, Premier, surely. Look, and I, one of the things that struck me, and uh, to be frank, I didn't look at um, the seat numbers, to be honest, but one of the things that uh, struck me, and I walked You're 1A, around the Premier. Stadium. You're 1A, one, I guarantee you that. One of the things... One of the things that I, I did notice, um, Jack, um, and uh, took some time to look at, is regardless of where you sit in that stadium, 
Um, you have a fantastic view of the court, the way that they've, um, they've uh, rebuilt the stadium. Uh, it's just uh, brilliant, the work that's gone on. Um, you know, it'll be great for those people that are um, wanting to watch. It'll be great for those that are participating. And importantly, I think, um, as I've said on many occasions, these sorts of national um, uh, teams in, or teams in national sporting um, competitions put us on the national and international stage. And you know, I can tell you, my state bank arena is a fantastic stage. Well, Premier, we really do appreciate you joining us again. And on behalf of all the sports lovers here in Tasmania, Flash, we appreciate the charge that you're putting forward. We have two, two AFL finals and, of course, the hunt now for that fifth test, and we're loving the job that you're doing. So thank you, Premier, and thank you for joining us again on Jack and Flash on SEN. Jack and Flash, thanks very much.